there is only one question Christian need answering. Are Christians perfectible, or not? Man is everywhere in sin, but is sin inherent or affected? James 1 verse 21 Therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. The Bible is more than words. It is the path to the perfected life. God tells us sin is a superficial affectation and can be put aside. 1 John 2 verses 1-6 My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected, hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. We are perfected in grace and forgiven by the sacrifice of Christ. But perfection is not of the body but of the Spirit. We are perfected as the church, as the body of Christ. Hebrews 10 verse 14 For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. It was a one-time sacrifice for all time for all those who abideth in him. However, Christians have not thought much about perfection. Once the prayer of repentance has been prayed and baptism is over, we think the hard part is behind us. Some people will reject us because we are Christians, we will be mocked and there are things we know we ought not do as Christians. When we do them, we will need to repent, knowing we are forgiven. Yet, Paul was sent not to baptize but to preach the gospel. For Paul the wisdom of the gospel was not found in the wisdom of words. He had a higher goal, the building of the church. 1 Corinthians 1 verses 17-19 For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. God makes foolish the wisdom of the world. 1 COR 1:19-21 For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that in the wisdom of God the world by wisdom knew not God, it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. The truth of God is available to all. But this is not the truth of the Gospels regarding the saving grace of Christ and His work on the cross, but the truth regarding the perfectibility of man. We are saved by faith, but it is not faith in the sense of a knowledge of Christ or even faith in His blood but the faith that in its fullness builds the church. If we understand the blood of Christ and His sacrifice, we come in faith to build the church. 
Romans 2 verses 14-16 For when Gentiles, who do not have the law, by nature do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them on that day when, according to my gospel, God judges the secrets of men by Christ Jesus. As the psalmist declares, Psalm 40 verse 8, I delight to do your will, O my God, your law is within my heart. The Bible as a book cannot save us. If it could, reading it would save us. Jesus saves us according to a higher truth represented by God. We are saved by the truth of the Word, not the truth of words. Reading the Bible is indeed a work of faith, but not faith. We are saved by faith, not by the reading about faith. But faith is the living by the law written in our hearts. This is the perfecting of man by works of faith. It is the pure in heart, who have the implanted law of God in their heart and mind who are saved. Hebrews 10 verse 16 This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws on their hearts, and write them on their minds. This is a problem. The unsaved, human being is not perfect nor yet is man in himself, perfectible. This is why the dominant emotion of fallen man is fear. Fallen man fears his fellow man. The other person in our fallen state represents a palatable risk. We are perfectible in faith because faith brings us into fellowship. The individual person lives in sin. He has inherited it and cannot escape it. Individually and privately, we cannot be perfect nor can we become sinless. This takes faith and it takes the blood of Jesus. But this is a spiritual event that takes place in a reality that is not physical. It is a reality divorced from the reality of the flesh. The flesh cannot be made sinless nor yet perfected. The perfection is spiritual and adheres to man in faith, which is man in fellowship with other believers, forming the church. Philippians 2 verse 15 That you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Salvation can be considered a perfect state. To be saved is to be brought to perfection. But this is not possible with man who fails to be obedient to the Word and the truths of his heart. Salvation belongs to the believer as part of the body of Christ. Matthew 19 verses 25-26 When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus beheld them, and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Perfection is not a condition given to us by the world. The physical world is a world of corruption. It is the world of faith that gives human beings their perfectibility. But this faith must be expressed as the fruit of our works of faith. Romans 12 verse 2 Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Our minds and our ideas are to be tested. We can know the will of God for our lives, if we test what we believe. 
There is a good and evil and a right and wrong. There has to be discernment and judgment. We cannot do what our flesh desires to do and think this constitutes a work of faith. We do not do as we will and think this will build the church. By our works we are known. But some works are not works of faith. Hebrews 8 verses 10-12 For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord, I will put my laws into their minds, and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach, each one his neighbor and each one his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will be merciful toward their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. There is a godly truth to which we are heirs. It is steadfast obedience to this truth that leads us to perfection. James 1 verse 4 And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Works of faith produce fruit, they are not of no effect. The Bible tells us in Romans 3 verse 3 For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? The unbelief of the world cannot overcome the works of faith of the believer. Indeed, if anything, the workers of law transgress and defeat their own agenda. Romans 4 verses 13-15 For the promise, that he should be the heir of the world, was not to Abraham, or to his seed, through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect, because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Faith is the central issue because it is faith that fits us for salvation. But it cannot be an empty faith, there must be works, but works of faith that fear fruit. Matt. 7.16-24 Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns, or figs of thistles? Even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down, and cast into the fire. Wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. Not every one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me ye that work iniquity. Therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. The fruits of faith is not an empty salvation. We are not ours but God's. He fitted us for work. Even as he fitted those who dishonor him for work, to show to them that believe and them that believe not, his power. Romans 9 verses 21-23 Hath not the potter power over the clay, of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor, and another unto dishonor? What if God, willing to shew his wrath, and to make his power known, 
endured with much long-suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he had afore prepared unto glory. Works of faith produce the fruits of faith This is a community of faith, or what is called a church. It exists for a reason and a work, and that is to produce fruit. The fruits of faith are not produced by meditation or by meeting halls. Faith is a relationship that is fruitful. We cannot claim to have faith in God without having faith in the people of God. 1 John 3 verses 6-10 No one who abides in him keeps on sinning, no one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God, and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. Love casts out fear and without fear, there is faith. To have faith the people of God remove fear, for fear divides. 1 John 4 verse 18 There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Faith is practiced in community. A community of faith is built by driving out fear and the source of fear that accompanies risk. We cannot represent a threat to others and bear the fruit of repentance. Our perfectibility is our community. We build perfectibility in the building up of the body of believers through works of faith. Our perfectibility is the perfectibility of the church. We are the church in perfection. Ephesians 4 verses 11-13 And He gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The community of believers is not just individuals, juxtaposed. We are even given authority to judge one another, to correct one another. For this to happen there has to be a standard or guide to right and wrong. This is not the law of man but the law of our hearts. 1 Corinthians 6 verses 2-5 Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? If then ye have judgments of things pertaining to this life, set them to judge who are least esteemed in the church. I speak to your shame. Is it so, that there is not a wise man among you? No, not one that shall be able to judge between his brethren? The end of sin and the living in faith is a social event, not a personal one. To be born of God is to be reborn as a believer who is part of the body of believers. 1 John 5 verse 18 We know that everyone who has been born of God does not keep on sinning, but he who is born of God protects him, 
and the evil one does not touch him. The believer is perfected by living as Christ. Luke 6 verse 48 Disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone when he is fully trained will be like his teacher. We are called to be like God. But we are like God when we are the church, individually we are not like God. We are not in the image of God, individually but as the church. This fellowship is the ideal to which we as a believer, aspire.